Wow, I guess it's time for uh, this week's Muckety Muckrakers. Uh, well, yeah, welcome guys to the Muckety Muckrakers. I'm uh, PDD Pete. And I'm Patty Pat. And uh, holy fucking shit this week, dude. Um, I saw something the other day and it made me kind of want to change course. So like, you know how I've been like super angry since Trump got elected uh, yes. and just real mad? Well, I saw a guy the other day and he was at one of those like immigrants go home rallies, you know? Uh uh, so, oh, well, on the wrong side of it, right? Well, what he did, it was great. So they're all holding up these signs near the highway saying, like, stop immigration, this, that, and the other. This is this guy, he's like this chubby Mexican dude with the Mexican flag, and he's just playing, like, music and dancing around and, like... Oh, so on the, on the correct side of it. Yeah, it basically just made a mockery of their whole, like, immigrants go home, and he's just, like, like, dancing around with the flag. Uh, it was beautiful, and I'm like, it. wait... We need to do more of that. I mean, we also need to punch Nazis, but we need to do more of making them look ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they're kind of trying to do the same thing to us with their um, court hearings. But since that's our main news story for the day, I guess I shouldn't jump straight into that now. Yeah, that, so is, that is what that reminds me of, is that they did their best to make other Pete, not our Pete from the muckrakers, but the FBI agent, Peter, look... Well, Let's let's start with a thing that is should be top of the news, but I've only seen it once, and it should be trending. Um, an armed neo-Nazi uh, got onto an Amtrak train in Nebraska to save the train from black people. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, that's were that's... <laughs> they actually doing anything, or was it? Oh my God, there's black people. Got to get my gun. Well, he dropped acid before quote attempting <laughs> to save the that train. That explains a lot. To save the train from black, black people, in a bizarre twist, he also planned to fight along ISIS in Syria a year before. There, okay, so there was no actual threat to the train. He's just a crazy person. Oh, no, there was a threat. Uh, Taylor Michael Wilson from St. Charles, Missouri, uh, he pled guilty to federal terrorism charges. Oh, the incident was in 2017? My bad. I thought this was a recent one. I never even heard about this. I mean, there was no threat that he was defending anyone from. No, no, no. He, he was the threat. Right, yeah. Um, he cut the lights and, like, tried to take over the train. Uh, he was carrying a three eighty handgun, ammunition, a respiratory mask, a hammer, a knife, speed loaders, material, and identification cards relating to the National Socialist Movement. This guy's all over the place. Uh, he probably had a MAGA hat on, too. Well, he went, he went, uh, he got onto the train, uh, he went into the engine room and disabled the train and cut the lights, um, so passengers are trying to escape. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I've never seen a nut job with a machine gun and, uh, Nazi tattoos with a I'm with her t-shirt on, just saying. <laughs> I feel like I, this... I've never seen that. Well, here's it's my... Always with the MAGA hat. Here's my favorite part of this whole, uh, <laughs> this whole thing. So, like, you know, he breaks into the engine room, shuts the train down, cuts the lights. The conductors yeah. go to find out what happens, and they try to subdue him. And apparently he goes, I'm the conductor now, bitch! Uh, and proceeds to try to pull his handgun. Uh, I guess they eventually, like, uh, fought him. I was him. really hoping he would be like, I'm the conductor now, bitch! And he grabs, like, a live wire and starts getting electrocuted. <laughs> ah! It's going straight through me! Apparently, he then uttered racial slurs and insults at the conductor. <laughs> um... Oh I, my! I'm, pictur I'm picturing a white conductor, so he's just, like, yelling the N-word at a very confused white guy. 
<laughs> Apparently, uh, later he told a deputy, human beings are a plague on the planet. And when asked why he disabled the train, he said, I got a reason for doing what I'm doing. I stopped the fucking train. He went on human. to quote, he went on to quote did, did Nietzsche. You, did you say human beings are a plague on the planet? Yeah. Oh, that sounds more accurate than if he had just like named a certain type of person that he didn't like. When they find <laughs> this guy gets crazier and crazier. When they searched his home in December, they discovered hollowed-out walls full of Nazi propaganda, body armor, ammunition, and pressure plates that can be used to make an explosive device. They also found numerous firearms and handwritten notes uh, found by investigators that turned out to be a play entitled "ISIS Patrols on American Street." So. I don't know why, you know, the way the media is real biased when it's a white guy, I don't know why they didn't, the the, the news story doesn't read, uh, playwright um, abused by police uh, for attempting to make trains safe. Yep, that's uh, that does sound like the Fox News title of this. All right, that's what fucking Hannity would be. Oh my God, by the way, I think, I listened to Hannity today, I feel like he was masturbating in the booth. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cause, all right. So here's, here's my fucking theory on the whole thing. Let's, we'll jump into the whole deal. So, um, that the big trial where they, uh, the Senate. I have a few, few smaller stories. If you want to hit through all those super quick first. All right, let's go through your small stories, and then we'll get to why I think Sean Hannity was masturbating on the radio today. Okay. Now remember how you said that whenever they started locking up political dissenters, that's whenever we should probably like start inching towards moving to Canada? Yeah. Because that's when they're coming for us? Yeah. Well, it looks like a sting was set up to arrest Stormy Daniels because she was targeted and arrested. Yeah, I saw that, but she's also been released, and I don't think they're filing charges because it turns out the poli- it was a real shitty sting. Now, I wonder if they did that because... Uh, it just, was... just because the police did a shitty job of it, couldn't they just hold her in for anyway? Like that's what tr- that's the thing about the Trump administration is that they do the wrong thing and then they just keep doing it and then they double down on it. They never just take a step back. They don't self-regulate and nothing can stop them. Well, if the police say no, we're just holding you in the cell now, Miss Daniels. There's nothing anyone could really do about it, right? Yeah. She's just in jail at that point. Well, the That's charges, all they had to do. The charges for if, her... If anyone's, if anyone's hasn't heard about this, the police went into a strip club and pretended to be a patron, asking her if they could touch her uh, inappropriately. She said, yeah, sure, why not? And that's when she was arrested because it's illegal for patrons to touch the strippers in certain ways in the strip club, even with their permission. Well, I so she didn't touch anyone. She let other people touch her, and that's when they arrested her. Right. Uh, so here's what's really cool. No. Uh, the Ohio law passed in 2007 states uh, an employee who regularly appears nude or semi-nude at a sexual-oriented business is prohibited from touching patrons except for family members. But she didn't touch anyone. Right. Um, I just think it's. I just like the family member clause. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Ohio's not in the South though, so. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it's, they really it, want to be because they do go. They do vote Republican a lot. Well, they're a swing state. Uh, but what's really interesting, yeah, is like so. Is this is this like, is this kind of uh uh, uh yeah? Is this? So thank, it was thanks to you, Ohio, and his brother Jebediah, George Bush W became 
president. Like, do back you in like? Do you think that this was a this and... was an attempt to arrest a political a political opponent or a political uh, whistleblower? I, I think it looks like that. The fact that they let her go already makes me think maybe not. But I don't know. Maybe they always do shitty things like this, but they were just caught this time because she's well known. Because she's already out already. Yeah. It makes me well, yeah. She also has not. a bulldog of a lawyer too, so you know that no bullshit like that's that going to stand. That too. She has a really good lawyer. By everything I've seen, he might actually be secretly terrible, but if so, yeah, but he's, he's good done at, a good job of covering that up. Yeah, he's good at his job. Is all I'm saying. He's a lot better than Julie fucking Ani. Oh my God, Giuliani is just. Oh, that's so amusing. He has said, Giuliani has said that Trump will come in to see Mueller and answer questions on certain conditions. And those conditions include definitive proof beyond a shadow of a doubt that Trump is involved in the Russian collusion. Also proof beyond any reasonable doubt that Mueller has exhausted every other avenue of gathering information besides talking to the president and all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Like impossible conditions. And also, there's no way Mueller's ever even going to humor them because Mueller's not an idiot, and he has seen Trump before say, look, my tax returns, as soon as these conditions are met, I'll release them. And then those conditions are met, and Trump's like, but actually, I don't know. No, I'm not going to release them. Yeah, well, also, he doesn't need the president to, like, that's the thing. He doesn't need to interview the president. Like, that's just a cherry on the fucking cake. Um... But like, ah, uh, fucking Mueller's Rudy. Mueller's never gonna ask. Mueller's never gonna ask Trump a question that he doesn't already know the answer to. Yeah. Um. My so my new favorite. <laughs> so my new favorite term that the uh the, the 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 right is thrown around, and I didn't realize this until I heard somebody throw it out casually in a conversation about something else. Uh, is the term perjury trap. Um. That's- they That's threw, what they're like. Oh, what yeah. Fox News oh. is trying to say they're doing with um with Trump. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. They basically threw it out, and like now it's become common among morons. Oh, I don't know. They just they just arrested him on a bunch of perjury traps. That's all that is. No, motherfucker, you can't call committing a crime a trap. Like you right. committed the crime. Here, you know what? I've never perjured myself. You know why? Because I've never taken the fucking stand and lied. Right. Like, it's not. I look, would the only plead. It would be. First of all, it's not a perjury trap. It's just it's extremely likely that Trump will per- perjury himself yes. because he's dumb as a stick and he shit. He lies about like, things that he just said. Like yes. we all know that. Like he he's he's gone back and said that the grabbing by the pussy tape wasn't him. Yeah. So and one of my favorite things is whenever they asked him uh, in Europe this week, it's like, so, Mr. Trump, now it seems like you're kind of siding with NATO, but can we be sure that you wouldn't change your mind again and be tweeting about it differently as soon as you're on a plane out of here? And Trump's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Other people do that, but not me. I'm a very stable genius. Yeah, also he, stop he said calling, that again. Stop calling yourself a stable genius. Because we all know that he's an unstable moron. Well, it tells us, like, look, that's I call that, and I really want this to become a thing, I call that Pete's uh, human food conundrum, right? In that, yeah. like, if you walk around and you go, hello, fellow humans, let us eat some human food. Guess what? Yeah. You're a fucking alien or a robot, because no one calls it human food. Wow. 
Uh, I have another funny story concerning Trump. Um, his um his personal driver of 25 years is now suing him for thousands of hours of unpaid overtime. Dude, why doesn't that guy write a book? Ah, I, I don't know. Cause that I'm, could look, be how he could get his money back, but because there's you do know that there is no way to actually sue Trump because he already ha- he's protected by the thousands and thousands of lawsuits that are already filed against him. Right? Yeah, like people so, would have to wait in line for the rest of his natural life a thousand times over before they'd be able to see him. It's a lot. It's a lot like when Julius Caesar uh, decided like uh, whether he was going to. Um, give up his army and come back to Rome. So a little history lesson here. Uh, in ancient Rome, as long as you were one of the two consuls or you were a prefect, it was if you held some political office, I believe it was a consul, um, you could not be prosecuted while you were in office, right? Right. But people could build a fucking hell of a case against you, and as soon as your term ended, uh, bam, you're in fucking court, right? So Caesar pissed off yeah. so many people on his way up the ladder to becoming consul uh, uh, that like he he never he ne- like as soon as he wasn't consul anymore they were going to fuck him oh he was going to get sued it was going to be so bad so what he did when they're like uh, hey Caesar we need you to turn in your army and uh, come on back so we can wrap up your consulship he fucking started a civil war so he didn't have to not be consul anymore yeah yeah like that's exactly what. Trump has done with his entire life, right? Yeah. Like, he's always just so blatantly ripped everyone off, and like, then they if, want to, like, oh, my God, it's you far don't, back. If you don't think that at the end of this guy's term, he would start a fucking civil war not to have to face the lawsuits anymore, you're crazy, man. Yep. That's absolutely where we're headed, because he's never planned on facing these lawsuits anyway. He just uses all of his money to tie people up in court forever and to delay and delay and delay, because as long as he's delaying one case, he's delaying all of the cases. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. all get pushed well, back, because the they same, all have to wait for the first in line It's the same argument about why the why a lot, so, many, so many on the right are just in the cult of Trump, because here's the thing. Um, they can't they're afford in so deep. Yeah, they're in too deep. They 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 can't afford to not back him now, because um, if he goes down, a lot of them are going to get caught in it too. Because, like I said, how many just, of them just are just like with Lumpy? We know that Lumpy's already embedded with uh, Cohen being yeah. his lawyer as well. How many other so... people? Yeah, how many other people are complicit? Uh, like in in the scheme, like a lot. Uh, so you'll enjoy this too. And I don't know why the news isn't talking about it. Uh, it turns out not only has North Korea not uh, done what they said they were going to do and dismantle their nuclear program. In fact, yeah. they've like they they put it on steroids. Like they're making they're working harder at it than ever. Uh-huh. And now they're trying to they either trying to or they already have begin uh, uh, nuclear armed subs. What's that one um, idiot's name that took uh, that other guy's place? Fuck he. Um, what Mike they, Pompeo? Yeah. Pompeo, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm we're gonna bring you who we're gonna bring State about. Department swagger back. Really? He, um, he went out there to see um, Kim. Yeah, and Kim not only snubbed him, but he like sent pictures of himself going to visit potatoes instead of seeing this guy. Yeah, exactly. Right? You got the so fucking like Wizard of Oz US, treatment. A major U.S. emissary was snubbed for potato farms. Yeah, uh, you, no one gets to see the wizard, no way, no how. Like, yeah, we all uh, knew. Nobody gets to see the wizard. Not nobody. Not know how. Yeah, well, it's a horse of a different color. The wizard. The wizard's busy sand potatoes right now. Um, which yep. is funny because Mike Pompeo, I feel like, has the intelligence of a potato sometimes. Um, yeah, they were yep. in it for the photo op. 
uh, kind of like our president was. But here's the thing about like nuclear armed subs that's dangerous. You know, everybody focuses on like, oh, the missile could hit the United States, and when will they have a missile capable of hitting the United States? Well. Uh, if they can figure out nuclear-armed subs, which, in my opinion, seem a lot easier to build than, like, ICBMs that can, like, reach all the way across the world. I mean, the, yeah. first, thing, the first thing they would nuke is, sadly, California, because that's where a lot of our uh, liberal voters come from. And so if we lose California, then America will never have a Democratic president again, and so we'll never have a president that'll actually be tough I mean, on dictators I don't even know. like Kim Jong-un I again. mean, well, that's that's the thing about nuclear subs, though. The ocean is vast. Subs are small. Uh, you mean, with, with, with nuclear-armed subs, technically you can hit anywhere in the United States. You know what I mean? Like, it's that easy. And threaten the rest yeah, of the I world, mean, too. If they if they would just blow up Texas, like, there are, honestly, there are probably more Democratic voters in Texas than GOP, yeah. but they get buried by gerrymandering, like, savagely buried. Well, yeah, it's I mean, it's that's that's the thing. Like, so, happening. I've been thinking about it in, like... And restrictive... You know, yeah, voter laws. purges and all that. But that's the thing. So the way that, like, Obama fired up the base, you know, during his term, you know, here's the thing. I think that, like, this whole debacle with Trump's candidacy and, like, this whole kind of stupid uh, government right now has got people fired up. And the difference is not only are they fired up, but they're the majority. So And, and they're fired up for the right reasons. Yes. They're not going to... They're, they're not going to look back on this and feel embarrassed about being fired up yeah. in the future. Um, you know, the only the only fear I have was I was reading a thing that says that all fascism really needs to completely take hold is about 40% of the vote. Now, we know that there are like 30 to 35% of like people that support Trump that you will never reach. They are too far gone. You can't talk to them. You know what I mean? They're like cult members. It would be like if yeah. you went to a cult and you're like, hey, have you thought about not being in the cult? They just can't do it, right? The programming's too strong. Uh, so that means that like there, you know, with that 30 to 40%, like we've got what we need for a fascist takeover. I think the only thing saving us is right now the head of it, while he's very, very good at sound bites and manipulation and kind of like image manipulation, I pray that he's too stupid to pull it off in the way that Hitler did. You know what I mean? Are you talking about Trump? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I really shouldn't underestimate his charisma because I don't see it but I get that his pe- his followers see it. So. I understand what they think, you know what I mean? I understand why because it's part of like, you know, if you go way back to the early days of the I, internet I, when I you... mean, we, we had a tiny taste of it a while back when um when he said well, maybe we should uh, take their guns first and then they should prove in court that they're not insane yeah. and they can get their guns back. Just for a second, we're like, oh my God, is he actually going to do something good? No, no, and no. That's just what he does. Thought, oh he just God. says, yeah. He's, he's crazy and he might do something. Yay. He can't. And then the right also got to taste the fear that we feel for every sec- other second of his presidency. Well, it's, the, oh my God, he's crazy. Well, he might do he, something. It's because he can't, with the, with the gun thing, like he didn't understand why everyone was mad at him. So that was a great time because I feel like of he... Of course not. Tr- Trump is a dog that pissed on the carpet and like everyone's yelling at him and swinging a magazine and he's like, oh boy, magazine. Right. No, the only problem with that analogy is he's a dog that peed on the carpet, but half of the people want a pissed on carpet because they're like, not my, <laughs> not my fucking carpet. You know what? Should have followed the law. And the other half are like, don't piss on the carpet. So he's stuck between two groups of people that are possibly going to hit him with a magazine. 
All right, except he's also the uh, the boy from that one Twilight episode, and if anyone does try to like punish him for peeing on the carpet, he can send them into the cornfield. Yeah, or call it part of the Steel dossier. Um, <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, so um, and then we have um, Kellyanne Conway and Sarah Hucka Sanders who come out and tell everyone, look, everyone, the carpet has not been peed on. That smell you're smelling is the Democrats. It's uh, yeah. So let's get into like what, why, why Sean Hannity is 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 masturbating on the radio. Uh, t- two more things. All right, what do you uh, got? Ju- just to let everyone know, a one-year-old did have to defend himself in court in Texas. Oh yeah, that uh, fucking. The, the, all right, the, so that that goes all the way back to like we gave and we've said this before. We gave Nazis a fucking trial with lawyers. Give the, the immigrant detainees a fucking trial with lawyers. The only reason that people want to do things in secret, the only reason you hide your actions in the fucking dark, is because you don't want people to know what you do because you fucking know it's wrong. Yep. The reason that you make a one-year-old defend himself in an immigration court <laughs> instead of giving him a lawyer is because the lawyer would tear your fucking ass up one side and down the other. Yep. Stop being so, cowards, you know? I, and the other thing I wanted to talk about might make a good article for the website whenever I have enough time to like write all this down. <laughs> yeah, when, we finally, when we finally launch the Muckrakers <laughs> website. Coming. Oh, it's coming, <laughs> Coming, people. TBD, 2019, 2020. <laughs> Coming first quarter twenty something. Yeah, can twenty we, XX. I wish we could go ahead and get the site up with an under construction thing on it, like so people could just visit. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, we need to do it like old school, like in the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Where there's like a, a counter for how many people have gone there, and there's like a little um, guest book people can sign. Yep, and yep, yeah, yeah. Let's take it way back. And there's like a whole bunch of broken JPEGs everywhere. Ah, it'll be wonderful. I'm excited. But um. So what I wanted to talk about is something I call the reverse mountain molehill effect, which is a theory that I've been working on about how people have a bias towards the middle, right? There's a lot of people out there, very kind-hearted, intelligent people, who, even if they follow politics, they don't follow it carefully enough to know every little thing that's going on, but they get a lot of it. And they're trying to be fair, and they're trying to be even-handed and give everyone a fair shake. And their bias towards the middle creates what I believe to be the reverse mountain molehill effect, where the person with a mountain of problems comes off like a molehill, and the one with a molehill comes off like a mountain. Now let me explain how this works. Let's take someone like, say, Trump and Hillary. Hillary had a few things that were wrong with her. She um, was kind of bad about sorting her emails, and that's it. The Benghazi thing was always a partisan attack that Fox News made up, so that's that's nothing. We can dismiss that offhand. But real issues, maybe the emails was a thing. Maybe that was also just a partisan made-up attack. Who cares? Well, the point honestly, is, is that it's a little I'm gonna thing, go ahead, right? I'm going to fix your analogy right now. It shouldn't be called the mountain molehill effect. It should just be called the bed of nails effect. That's, I mean, I've been calling it that for a long time. But not everyone is going to be a Trump, right? Not yeah. everyone's going to have so many things wrong with them that nobody can. Now, the bed of nails effect, to explain to uh, people that haven't heard us talk about it before, it's where someone has so many problems. It's like a million nails beneath your feet. You don't feel them when you walk on them because it's too evenly distributed. Yeah, it distributes, right? the distributes, too, yeah, it distributes the weight so therefore the nails so, don't go through so, your foot. 
so you can walk across it like it's a metal rug versus Hillary Clinton has one thing wrong with her. It's a fucking nail just sticking up on the ground. You step on it, it stabs straight through your foot and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. But so, but let's say we take someone who's not, let's take um, Ted Cruz, right? He has a lot of things wrong with him, but not enough to be a bed of nails effect. So anytime you go to talk about the things that's wrong with him, you have to give, in order to be biased towards the middle, if you wanted to give everyone a fair shake, you have to, anytime you talk about Ted Cruz, talk about Hillary Clinton, right? One to one. Keep it even, keep it balanced. So that means you mention one of his problems, mention the emails. Mention the second problem, mention the emails. Mention Ted Cruz's third problem, mention Hillary's emails, et cetera, et cetera. What this does is this inflates the emails to be a giant thing. Meanwhile, most people are not going to remember a dozen different problems with Ted Cruz. They're going to remember one or two. But you didn't spend much time on one or two, so they now seem like they're very little things. Ergo, he has a little bitty molehill and Hillary Clinton has a giant mountain. Yeah, but I, The I, reverse I, of reality. I, I think it's also, too, you know, that, like, as much as I really dislike the Republicans this is, and, like, th- I... That's, that's the big problem I have. Uh, one of the many big problems I have with CNN is that they is that they created this reverse molehill effect yeah. by having a bias towards the middle. Um, but, and like... also... But continue. I, I'll get to the next part. I was going to say, like, well, it's also the problem, too, of, like, it's exhaustion. What people... People enjoy political theater, but at a certain point people kind of want it to die down a little bit and they want to go back to their lives and they want politics to kind of normalize, right? Like, right. we can do it. We can do scandals, you know, scandal, scandal, scandal. Like, we can do a scandal. It's a big thing. Uh, we want to go back to We want our life to normalize for a while. But when you just keep fucking hitting us with scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal, we become yeah, desensitized to it. Yeah, like that's how Trump slowly became normal. He can do stuff that would be presidency-ending on a daily and remember, basis. Remember, but most people don't even know half of what he's done. Remember, he never he never backed off either. That was the other thing. And I said this a long time ago before we ever had a podcast. I think I believe it was was it Elliot Spitzer, the guy that was a New York, I believe it was an attorney that that he was very like law and order and like wanted to go after like crime and corruption. And then it turns out like he got busted for a prostitute ring. <laughs> He did the thing a lot of them do where they stand up there next to their wives and they apologize as they're they're leaving and walking away and I go and I swear to God I didn't mean to make this wish but I go yeah man I would I would love to see a politician go yeah man what's up I like hookers man what you want to do about it like uh and then we got Trump and I go oh god please go back to feeling shame yeah right like he's someone that cannot feel shame at all but ever. I always knew and he thinks he's right that was a tactic like genius it's books. I mean it, it goes down like he like a lot of demagogues understands on an intuitive level how to like manipulate image so that like he'll have a hardcore base of support right he may not right. be smart but he is a savant and he is intuitive as far as creating he because he created his own image like in the tabloid papers he would plant rumors to see which ones were so he's yeah. very good at that like so. It's all. That's why he, the, everything with him is all about image, and he understands the soundbite, and that's that's what the whole Korea thing was. His people bought it. It yeah. bought, it, it it got but even him. during the campaign trail. Like whenever there was a hurricane, he drove out there and threw Play-Doh at people's heads. Yeah, which threw, yeah. didn't help anyone. It 
badly hurt the people who were hurting the most, who were in need, who needed supplies, yeah. because he choked up the system, and so they got supplies slower. But it provided him with photo ops, yep. so that created the narrative of, and oh, look, look at this guy! He's going out there and doing stuff! What's Hillary doing? That, yeah, and that's all, they, that's all they care about, is his kind of fake for the lulls image, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he's very, very good at selling that. Um, no one else is really like... Because that's the other thing too. He's not worried about a political career. He's I, like I almost wonder if it was deliberate or by accident. But him throwing paper towels at people's heads was so stupid that it got everyone talking about how he threw paper towels at paper towels at people's heads. And so, people who are only paying a little bit of attention, all they hear is he did something dumb. But they also think, well, at least he's there to help. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the thing. They don't see the photo op because. Uh, they don't. They don't like the people that he's targeting. Aren't thinking any further than the sound bites he's showing them. So like the whole. Right, that, uh, that's how people think. They think in headlines. They think in sound bites. They. Th it's very, like you know, yeah. snippet images, single images. The whole, that's very powerful to people. Yeah, the whole North Korea thing. Um, that was a an amazing soundbite. He got in there. He got his photo op. The North Koreans got their photo op. They both got their propaganda, and then they pieced the fuck out. And things are worse than they ever have been, or at least as bad as they've always been. And no one cares because now we're on to the next thing, right? And his dopey followers still think that he just created world peace. Yeah, and they're gonna say that for like Peter. You I, realize that for the rest of our lives, when we try to tell people how bad Trump is, someone who's our age would be like, "Well, actually, he gave us." Peace with Korea. And we're going to have to be like, no, he did not. And then we'll have to see. And once again, they can say it so quickly. Why are you, so why briefly. are you depicting us as like, with like Korea. we're going to, we're going to do the Chuck Schumer thing and be like, listen, okay. Trump did not create like, like the dude's like, well, come on, man. I'm not going to be like, Ben. if someone, if we're like in our sixties and someone's like, now president Trump, that was a good president. I'm going to be like, yeah, well, I guess I'm going to push you down the stairs now. So, so we're just going to take to murdering people in our Yeah, old because age. when you're what do you when, what do you, when you're, you're 80, you think they're going to really spend time to try you for pushing another 80-year-old down the stairs? Uh, I mean, isn't OJ still in and out of court? He's about that old. Oh, um, Bill Cosby, he's in and out of court. I thought you were going to tell me a Bill Cosby story. All right, so all right, are we on to? Uh, can we finally talk about uh, why Sean Hannity was masturbating on the air today? I had so much else to say about that last subject, but we sidetracked way away from it. That's all but right. I think we get it. <sighs> we got the soundbite. We're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine. Let's. I'll just. I'll have to make a note for myself to um, add my my final thoughts into uh, the article I write about it. All right. Uh, so, um, first of all, in the news today, and this was huge. Uh, Mueller uh, indicts twelve or indicts twelve Russians for DNC hacking. Uh, right before Trump meets with Putin. Now, this is really important because, like, uh, he has enough evidence to prove that after Trump goes, uh, that famous soundbite where he's like, I don't know, uh, may maybe some, maybe the Russians can find the emails. The Russians then hack the DNC after he told them to. Uh, they have enough, uh, they have enough fucking evidence to prove that they hacked the DNC, stole a bunch of information, and then released it under the, uh, released it under like you know fake names and disseminated it to influence the election uh, for Trump. So we have proof that the Russians interfered in the election to get Trump elected. Yeah, 
Um, we also have Trump on television saying, Russia, if you're listening, I hope you can find your way to finding those 30,000 missing emails from Hillary. Okay, sad. So what that the... was July 2016, or was it 15, actually? Well, what the Republicans did is they but, went crazy. They, uh, they... Either way, from that, po- from that moment on, I'd been calling him Putin's puppet, and we've only seen that's more and more true every day since then. So... You know, now, of course, they're trying They're trying everything they can to smear the investigation because if you can't prove it wrong, try to, oh, the investigation's bias. Oh. Uh, so FBI agent, was it Peter Strzok? Strzok? Peter Sh- I think it is Strzok. Strzok, yeah. So yeah, the, like uh, the, the Z is silent. So the FBI agent who uh, was texting another FBI agent that, like, Trump is an asshole and a bunch of other comments. They're having a s- who, who was taken off the investigation, by the way. Um, right. So j- just to explain very quickly, he was not taken off for being biased. He was taken off for the appearance of being right. biased. And the difference is, is that Mueller concluded beyond a shadow of a doubt that his um, personal biased opinion, him having a personal opinion, in no way affected the investigation whatsoever. Right. But because it might have the appearance of, effect, of of affecting the investigation, he took him off. If Mueller had not done that, we would have never known that these text messages existed. Right. Because Mueller did the right thing, we now know, and that gives Fox News their permanent talking points of, oh, deep state and conspiracy. So they're grilling the shit out of this guy, and like... This is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, it is. He gets into an argument with Louis Gohmert, I guess. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, uh, the, Demo- the Democrats are quietly and respectfully asking him questions, and then the, the GOP is just like screaming and shouting him down and calling him names and insulting his wife yeah. to well, his face. That was my favorite part, so Louis Gohmert. Um, so Peter Strzok, I guess he was having an affair with another FBI agent, right? That's that's the one he was texting to. Yeah, so he was texting yeah. the the other FBI agent he was having an affair with, uh, and then like House Representative from Texas, uh, uh, Louis Gomert, like I think he fucked Gomert, because like the line <laughs> it of seems that way because he was really upset. He oh, took it personally. Oh yeah, because Gomert was like, and I I see you. Ah, uh, 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 I see you with you. That, that smirk on your face. Is it the same smirk you had when you were cheating on your wife? Huh? Huh? And I'm like, dude. Did he fuck your wife, too? Because, like, <laughs> you've got some real emotion in this. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, and that happened. That happened in the fucking, in our government. This guy, like, broke down and, like, say what you will about the investigation. Uh, Struck having an affair has nothing to do with the investigation. Correct. Like, And why? now they're saying that because this one guy exists they need to call into question the entire fbi and investigate the entire fbi and the whole investigation needs to be shut down until we find out what's going on also does everybody that was elected with the tea party do they all are they all supposed to sound like foghorn leghorn now the tea party only exists as a reaction to a black guy becoming president right that that actually would be a better name i think a better name for the party don't call it the Tea Party. Call it the they they became they sort of fused together with some other racists and they became the Freedom Caucus. That's the result of them, and hopefully a lot of them's finally going to get expelled from Congress. Well, uh, like well, so then he got months. into it with Trey Gowdy of fucking Benghazi fame, who wanted to prosecute Hillary Clinton. So yeah, like yep. Trey Gowdy is another one yeah, of those Tra- guys that Trey sounded Gowdy's- like Foghorn Leghorn. 
He's trying really, really hard to do to Peter exactly what he did to Hillary, right? Yeah. He's trying to he's trying to scream about this so much that people will forevermore, regardless of what the facts are, associate this guy's name right. with scandal. And it's right? a classic, and it's a that's, classic... That's why he's saying such insane over-the-top things, because, not because Peter will have to answer for it, because he, you know, does answer, and he answers yeah. it directly to the point. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, his answers are good, but like you said, what but, sound bites are they going to show on Fox News later? Exactly. Fox News will take the guy screaming at him and going, It's just disgraceful that the FBI showed such bias towards It's also, it's, it reminds also, me of that also, great episode did, of the... Did you know, here's a fun fact about, um, about Peter, the FBI agent Peter. You know how he felt about Hillary Clinton? Probably the I mean, same, I don't know. Uh, he hated Hillary Clinton. He oh, despised he? her. He only wanted her to be president because Trump would be the end of the fucking world. Right. You know who he liked? He liked John Kasich. That he was a case because this guy, like most members of the FBI, is Republican. Yeah, he's real he's conservative. Republican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's most of the FBI is extremely conservative. Yeah. The conservatives are tearing themselves apart because they're. Yeah, that's trying, well, in when order they, to follow well, Trump, you have to be the worst scum in the world. Well, when they it's, so, when they when they attack the investigation and try to call it like twelve angry Democrats, the investigation yeah. is run by Republicans and pointed appointed by Republicans. Like fucking Mueller is a goddamn Republican and a war vet. Like they yeah, yeah like you can't like this whole blaming does, the Democrats. You don't, you don't get more Republican than Robert Mueller. Yeah, which is weird that I'm because I'm very anti-establishment. I'm very anti-FBI. I'm very anti-police. Um, which is, and now it's, we're having to cheer for the FBI. Yeah, Look, kind of, we have tons of problems with the FBI personally, but they are so much better than this derpy bullshit that they're having to deal with right now. Yeah, I just I feel like the criminals in uh, uh, the Batman movie when they're sitting around and like the Joker walked in and he's just like this. This place used to have a better class of Kremlin. Like, I feel like I've put my faith in Bob Mueller, who, like, I would have never trusted a special counsel for the FBI for anything, because I don't like law enforcement, for the most part. You know? But here I am yeah. going, God, please fucking save us. And that's when um, Derp walks into the room with his orange-painted face and says, Now, what I'm going to do here is make democracy disappear. <laughs> disappear! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like that scene—that scene where he's burning the money—is already like what Trump's doing to our economy. I'm gonna spill the beans on your wife if anyone comes close to me. He's saying as he backs away with grenades in his jacket. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so this whole thing's happening. So then, my favorite was, oh my god, I believe it was Trey Gowdy, dude. This this happened in 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 the house. Uh, this was great. Uh, one of his texts was just like, "I'm in a Virginia Walmart, and it just smells like Trump supporters." Right? That was one of Peter. <laughs> that was one of Peter Strzok's texts. And I swear I to God, Tr Trump supporters were boycotting Walmart this week too. I swear to God, uh, the fucking the people grilling Peter Strzok go, "No, no, 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 no! What? What exactly? What exactly does a Trump supporter smell like? Huh?" And I was like, "Probably poverty and fear." <laughs> And uh, gunpowder. Yeah, gunpowder, poverty, and fear pee, because that's basically what creates a uh, hardcore Trump supporter. Fear of the other, yeah. 
uh, extreme poverty that you blame on the other, and a little bit of fear pee that like brown people will come fucking take your wife. To create the perfect little racist, but an extra ingredient was accidentally added to the concoction: chemical trump. But yeah, like so this fucking you know, Powerpuff Girls opening. It's like, and God, I mean, like, yeah, no, I got it. I just chose to not laugh because I didn't think it was funny. Um, that would make you a uh, Pete Joe Griff Joe. <laughs> now, 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 now. What, what, what exactly uh, do, 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 does an opening of a cartoon have to do with Trump? Like, dude, I don't know how Peter, Peter Strzok, like, to be able to go under like a federal like hearing, like you know, a House Oversight Committee where you're just being yelled at like that, and to keep your composure and to answer back like in because. And it lasted six hours. Yeah, and it lasted six hours. Man, he feeds it back to him. Like he tells yeah. him exactly like what they like what he's supposed to tell him, but also he doesn't back down. Like, I mean, dude, if they were reading my text messages or like if this podcast, if we ever end up in front of a house <laughs> oversight committee and they're like, now, 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 you, you tell me what, 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 what exactly do, do, does it mean? The secret ingredient, uh, uh, Trump. I'd be like, uh, Mr. Speaker, um, that was a bad joke that Pat made. And I don't mean like it was bad because about Trump. I mean, it's bad because it wasn't funny. Uh, he means that the secret ingredient making people stupid and scared is the current president. It gives them all superpowers, just like Chemical X gave to the girls. Like, they they remind me of like it, a... It empowers them to come out of their uh, little shacks in the woods and spread their derpiness across the land and their fear and paranoia. You know, those crop planes up there spreading chemicals in the water that turns the frogs gay. Yeah. Heard that somewhere. Um, it's like, uh, like, oh my god... They're reading the dude's text messages, and like he's still staying. Like it's incredible. Um, like I'm, I'm impressed by like just his his ability to sit in front of this thing for six hours and just feed it back to Trey Gowdy. Also, like I said, what's wrong with Trey Gowdy's head? It's um, it's trying to run away. Well, it looks like seen it looks like half him? his skull caved in, which makes me wonder if the empty cavern where his brain was supposed to be finally gave way. <laughs> just gave way under the weight of his own stupidity crushing yeah. down on him like a boulder like like Trey Gowdy like he's he's just he, he's got like that weird little like kind of pointed head with the big ears <laughs> yeah so this yeah this whole hearing's going on and like the whole reason for the hearing my whole theory uh, is that they knew the indictments are coming out so it's like you always want to seize the media narrative first Yep. So the idea Did they is succeed. Like I haven't watched uh, the media in a very long time, so I really don't know what narratives are sticking. Well, the problem is, and this is like so, you know, the regular like morning news tries to be kind of non-committal in a time when it's like that's long past, right? You know, right? The bias towards the middle, like I was talking yeah, about earlier. That's and we're done with that. Call it out, dude. Like, I mean, and, and these and because whenever you try to. Whenever you try to be non-biased, it require in order to appear non-biased, you have to be extraordinarily biased towards the middle yeah. and conflate well, the, the problems problem, of the left and minimize the problems. The of problem the right. is Otherwise, you got to remember admit, all the morning news—they're all owned by like big conglomerates who are getting rich off of this rubber stamp president. You know, like no yeah. one has been so good for corporate interests as this guy. You know, but like, he's also—I mean—he made it so that it's now legal to drop or to dump toxic chemicals into drinking water. Right. Again. So remember when you said that? So like, we're all 
fucking dead soon. Well, remember when you said that, like, you were, because, you know, you've done a lot of financial stuff, and you're telling me that the problem is that these places are ruled by their uh, balance sheets, right? Yeah, So if, by the by the quarterly turnover. Right, so if your quarterly turnover could be improved, if you could pay some money or, to well, a lobbyist to statements. influence anyway. the government to allow you to dump toxic waste in the drinking water, but your quarterly turnover will be higher... Uh, yeah. Then you pay the lobbyist and dump. That's yeah, a thing. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have to properly uh, dump your chemicals somewhere, like safe, it's a hell of a lot cheaper right. just to dump it locally. So, and that means that your um, fixed cost will go down. Yeah. It was pre like you got to do something with the toxic chemicals that are created whenever you make plastics and stuff, right? Yeah. If it, part of your fixed cost per month would be how much it costs to ship it off somewhere. If you could just dump it locally, that lowers your fixed cost, and that and anytime your costs go down, your profits go up. Right. And suddenly, this month you make a little bit more money. You know, and that grows the shareholders' wealth. <sighs> so then people will pay more for your stock. Your and business is worth more. And what's difficult is so in the short term that looks great. Yeah. That's all they care about. Right. And so here's the problem: is they're following the program, right? This sort right. of capitalist program that, like, I mean, pure capitalist program that we're in, they're following it. So, like, just like a computer following its coding language, they're doing what they're supposed to do, you know, that they're taught in business school. But the problem is, like, we don't have an ethical capitalism because capitalism in its pure form and ethics don't don't mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, I saw a Doctor Who episode about that. The the purest form of capitalism was this one spaceship that began to uh, kill all of its workers because it charged them for air, right? right? It found a way to charge people for the air they breathe. And whenever they began to um, fall behind in their um, mining shipments... Uh, it decided that it would be less costly just to uh, wipe out the entire station, so it began recalling the air. Right. And so they all began to die because it's more profitable that exactly employees and, and we have we ones. we have to recognize that's, that's where capitalism may end up going right. in the future. But I mean that's that's where we have to realize that like we have to change the system. Um, that's why and that's why I just it bothers me so much that like. They've they've put so much money into like tarring and feathering socialism, um, because I hear so many people say it venomously, like socialism's a bad word, and like like they're gonna like socialism means well, yeah, they're gonna it, come rape your kids and fucking murder your wife, like like we we already experienced the benefits of socialism and it's been proven to work and we know it works. We yeah, just like, have to, under, um, yeah, like like the police, firefighters, paved roads, all that socialism. We're yeah. already very much a socialist nation. We just, you know, we also have capitalism. We have a balance between the two. Right, and when things so come unbalanced, when people like I, I, there's this one guy I follow on Facebook who's a firefighter, so he's a socialist or he gets a socialist paycheck, right? right. Doing a socialist job for the government, redistribu redistribution of wealth. And I love watching him rage against socialism. Yeah, that's I have, there's, I have a friend who, uh, same deal, I follow on social media who's a cop, and he likes to talk shit. And I go, yeah, doesn't taxes pay your salary? Then shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you don't get to, like, suck on the government teat and then complain that people are sucking on the government teat. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It just, it proves that, like, we do better when we all do better. You know what I mean? It's yes. like, you know, I used to, and I'm biased right now because I, 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 you know, I teach, but I used to say, like, I don't have kids, why am I paying for school? Well, I'll tell every one of you childless bastards, here's why you pay for school. Because if the kids aren't in school improving their lives, they're on the streets 
and they're going to beat the shit out of you, and they're also not going to know how to read, and they're going to be upset about it, and they're going to beat the shit out of your car because they're illiterate. And embarrassed about not being able to uh, read, they're going to vote Trump just to uh, screw with the liberals because those liberal elitists think they're so smart because they can read. This yeah. will show them. They'll be super triggered. But yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like socialism works, and we need to. We it's like we need to kind of like we're we're not we're not prepping for the future. We're and I guess it's it's a very tumultuous time. Every time a system has to die, and a new one needs to take its place. And that's the thing. The system doesn't want to die, but it's quickly coming to an end. Jobs are going to go away as we know them. Yeah. That's that's actually exactly where where we are headed as a as a people as a society in the next version of society everything's going to be automated right robots are going to do most of the jobs yeah. on earth i mean we already have kiosks taking your orders yeah. at mcdonald's there, i mean there so there'll still be the person at the front counter is redundant as it is there'll still be people needed for like some i mean you'll never completely remove people but the mass amount of people that are employed right now in these jobs that we are going to disappear like what are we so going to do with these people? And if it's not a universal income, you're going to have super high unemployment. And then, like, what are you going to do? Universal you know? basic income yeah. is the real answer here. Like, they've already started to use it in, I want to say, it's either Greenland or Iceland. They I were trying it out, and I don't know what success they had with it. But there's there's no other real options. It's either universal yeah. basic income, uh, or you're going to have just mobs of, like, homeless, means we need to jobless charge. people on the streets. Which means we need to uh, tax businesses more, so that we'll actually have the money to uh, give to people. Well, everywhere. you know, it bothers me because they talk about you know they they blame poor people for taxes, but like our my money is subsidizing Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like a lot of these businesses, my money is like is is, is supporting them. Like my tax dollars. Uh, I wish that we got a choice on how much, what percentage we wanted to pay our taxes into. If you broke down the government's cake. Oh. You know what I mean? You broke the government into a pie graph, pie, pie graph, and you have you have military, uh, you have like parks, you have education, whatever, right? So like yeah. we break it down into like major major categories, and then uh, when you pay taxes, uh, uh, you just move the pie graph around to make whichever part bigger you want to put your money into. Oh, and that then, would be nice. Yeah, and then let's see how that works out. Because I guess what I'm putting everything into education, man, and parks, parks and education, all my it's money. It's funny. How traditionally flyover country are is seen as Republican voters because they're the forgotten people, and Republican voters tend to be what against socialism, right? That's their right. that's one of the many boogeymen that Fox News created in order to explain why giving people health care is. A, they're trying to say why giving people health care is a bad thing, and so they turn socialism into a boogeyman. Right. That's why they've gotten people to vote against their own self interest. Those flyover countries are mostly, or have a lot of, what, farmers, right? Huge wheat fields, yeah. huge beans, all that. Most of that subsidized, government-subsidized yeah. farming. And it meaning should... they could not exist yeah. if the government didn't and pay it them should be... for it... crops that are destroyed at the end of planting season. And it should be subsidized because without the government stabilizing influence, we'd have another fucking Great Depression. Like, socialism yeah. works. We need it. Yeah. Without socialism, we all eat dirt. Yep. Or the dirt blows away, and then we all just get real sad because we're homeless. Yeah, remember um, the dust ball from uh, the Great Depression? Now, 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 uh, Mr. Strzok, what, what, what do you mean by dust bowl? It's a, it's a bowl of dirt and dust. 
That's just a thing where uh, that happened during the Great Depression. A whole lot of dust blew up out. Well, that's dust. because there was no farm subsidies, so basically people were yeah. planting a bunch of wheat, and the price of wheat dropped, so they had to try to uh, plant even more wheat to make their money back, which, of course, flooded the market and made it drop even more, uh, and it destroyed the soil, so then when the wind picked up, like all the fucking topsoil blew away. Yeah. Um, so w- Once again, that was just like a nice picture to put in people's heads. Even if you didn't have a picture of the Dust Bowl, you can picture that, right? Just a whole lot of dirt and nothingness just blowing sand around where it wasn't, where yeah. it was crops before. That's a good image in people's minds so, that type of stuff really sticks. You know, I read I read one more thing. I know we're coming up close to closing, but apparently the stock market is keeping itself afloat right now because companies are buying back their own stocks and investors are selling like crazy. Yeah, that's uh, just like with the housing bubble. Well, here's the thing about it, and this is what... I hope opens people's eyes. When the country experiences an economic collapse and the stock market like tanks, we got a president that does not know how to handle a crisis. And when it lasts longer than a soundbite and people begin losing their homes and jobs, he's not going to know what to do. Yep. Compounded with the uh, you know the trade war with China and our allies, like. And all the uh, the economically unsound decisions he's made, he's not going to know what to do when the time comes. Mm-hmm. If um, if people were not aware out there, how the housing crisis happened was that uh, these more these loans that they gave to people who couldn't afford them, they knew that they couldn't afford them, but they made more money if they gave more loans to more people. They bundled these toxic assets and insured them so that you know if it all tanked they would get their money back so now it's kind of sort of safe and then they took this insured bundle of toxic assets and sold it to another bank and this is when all the banks began to play hot potato with these toxic assets and oh there were tons of them and they gave loans to everyone that asked for them creating more and more toxic assets that's very similar to what's going on right now with all these companies throwing their stocks around or rebuying their own stocks they're just sort of trading hands um one asset to from, trades from one hand to the next now what happened eventually with the stock market in 2000 it was actually seven that it crashed was that eventually all the loans defaulted at the same time right. and the insurance companies that they were saying don't worry the the only what the reason it could be insured as they said don't worry the only way this would fail is if the entire housing market was decimated and completely destroyed right yes and then that happened yes and the insurance companies could not pay trillions of dollars i mean sorry billions of dollars to actually no it wasn't the trillions they could not pay that they didn't have that money so they they also just went bankrupt, right? So all the insurance companies went bankrupt because they could not pay out. So they're just like, forget it. We can't do this. We can't pay you back. And then everyone, and then it's just a huge mess and the entire economy collapses. And that's why I try to get, you know, I've got an argument with people. catastrophic failure. Where someone once told me, oh, Trump could cure cancer and you'd still hate him. And I go, listen, he, number one, he's not curing cancer. Uh, number two, I, I've said it before. I would be delighted uh, at the beginning of his presidency if he was just like he desired popularity so bad that he just became the greatest socialist like FDR president. You can be stupid and be president. You just have to yeah. surround yourself with good people and make good decisions, right? 
right. what did he do? He surrounded himself with unqualified morons and just continued to make stupid decisions yeah. after stupid Foxes, decisions. Sean Hannity. Yeah. So Bucks and friends. My whole point is, if he cured cancer, I'd be super delighted. But he's not. He's putting children in cages, and he's destroying the economy. People don't realize the economy's complicated, and it's, it's complex, and it takes time for bad decisions to catch up. But one thing is assured, what goes up uh, always comes down, and eventually, when it comes to the economy, the chickens will always come home to roost. You should, uh, you should tell your friend that uh, Trump could shoot a one-year-old in the middle of Fifth Avenue and he'd still love him. Yeah. That should be your well, rebuttal. Let me hit you with this real quick, because uh, I know we're running out of time. And I, this blew my mind, and I've talked about it before. Um, I watched Ken Burns' uh, Vietnam documentary uh, recently. And so, you know, in the middle of this documentary, he talks about the Kent State shooting where National Guardsmen uh, shot a bunch of innocent protesters. Um, like, and shot a couple people that weren't even protesting, they were just watching. They took a Gallup poll uh, to see if people thought that the National Guardsmen acted appropriately. 58% of Americans polled thought that National Guardsmen shooting unarmed protesters, uh, that they acted appropriately. 58%. So, if you can, if if 58% of Americans would be okay with National Guardsmen uh, just opening fire on people because they're trigger happy or they're jumpy, uh, then you can imagine that, like, why there's support for the government like there is support for the government today. Even though it's still less than 40% for Trump, it's still way too high. Right, but you'll always have that core of hardcore support because some people just want to be led, and they don't care who does it. It's usually whoever the strong man is, they'll follow them, and that's yeah. who they are. Sadly, a lot of Americans do still desire a king, just like it was even back during George Washington. They're like, Washington, you should be king instead of president. A lot of people were for that. And he a was lot just... of people to this day desire a dictator. They desire someone with absolute control over their lives because they don't have control over their lives, and they wouldn't know what to do with it if they had it. Yeah, so that, yeah, you give it to someone else because you think that maybe they'll do better with it than I will. Yeah, exactly, man. It's the age-old thing about, like, some people desire safety over security, but as Benjamin Franklin said, those that would give up their uh, their freedom uh, for a little bit of security uh, deserve neither. Absolutely agree. He also said, damn it, what did that French hooker give me? It itches like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. True story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he had a lot of syphilis. and Well, maybe. It's debated. <laughs> it's debatable. Uh, whether he actually had syphilis, but he had sex with a lot of hookers. 